0: life audio blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied and
1: then you will know the truth
0: and the truth will set you free
2: do you believe in life after addiction you better believe it now the host of life after addiction
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The very first episode uploaded and launched on our new YouTube channel. Come on, baby, come on. We thank you for those who have subscribed, and uh, if you follow our socials, you might have saw a little. uh, You might have saw a little something that if you're watching this and you're not subscribed, uh, go ahead and do it because once we hit three hundred, we're going to draw two names. And you're going to get a hundred dollar gift card. But man, I'm excited about today. We were talking a little bit uh, before the show started, and Cheddarster said that there is something that he wants to talk about. And I said, save it for the pod. So he could. Uh, this could be any conversation. He could be calling me out on something. I could. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely said that it was something that God's doing. And so, um, how do we want to do this? I don't want you to get too deep into a story uh, until after the break but once you kind of lead us in here yeah send us on our first break and then dive back in
0: yeah so a scripture that's really been on my heart um lately is matthew chapter 5 verse 6 and it's blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied mm-hmm. and i'm in a really unique season right now and i was kind of discussing it with you and jorian before we um started recording this podcast just like I'm in one of those seasons where just my awareness of God's presence is just heightened to the fullest degree. My awareness of my sin and the gravity of it and how it impacts my intimacy with the Lord is just at a very high level right now. And just my intimacy in general, I feel like I am growing um, exponentially in this season. And it doesn't always feel that way, right? Right. So it's that much more beautiful when it does, when you can like physically feel God stirring your affection for the things of him and you're drawing in and he's meeting you right there, letting you know, my son, you're doing exactly what I've called you to do. Continue to press in, continue to be diligent, continue to seek me above all else. And I'm in a season um, where I'm silencing the things of the world, mm. and by doing so, it heightens the voice of God in your life. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful place. So we can go into our first break, and then I'm going to share a story that's happened over the last couple of days that just, man, it blew my socks off. Like, okay.
1: Yeah, that's like, I like that. I mean, is it going to affect the story if I beat you at Paper, Rock, Scissors? Possibly. Okay. Should I we'll let him we'll win? We'll find right. out. Uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. We're back. We're back. All right. So we got a story. Let's hear it. Yeah.
0: So Hugo and I, a few weeks ago, we went to the- Shout out, Hugo. Shout out, Hugo. We went to the Christian uh, bookstore, that outlet bookstore off Old Fork Parkway yep. in uh, Murfreesboro. And my goal is to, because like when I was in school the last few years, man, I was reading so many different books yeah. and it was really good for me. Theology really beneficial. Books, yes. Yeah. All t- about Christianity, surveys, yeah. theology, everything like that and it was really, really good for me. So my goal to this year is to read several books again. I love reading. English is my favorite subject, um, but I can get lazy within that sometimes as well. So I went and bought a few books. I bought a couple of Charles Spurgeon books. I bought a couple A.W. Tozer books. Hugo bought him some books, and I didn't... That was maybe two weeks ago. Hmm. I didn't open any of them until this past Friday night, and... um I do a devotional, either it's every morning or I do it in the evening if I don't do it in the morning. And so before I did my devotional, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, man, I'm going to pop one of these books open that I bought first. And I'm going to read the first chapter. And man, I would encourage you to go get this book. If you have not read it, I'm only halfway through, I think, chapter five, but it's called The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Mm. And man, oh my goodness, I was getting wrecked, like immediately, like I'm feeling the weight of my sin. And then I immediately feel the desire for the things of God, like, Lord, I want to serve you. Mm. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you intimately. I want to know your character. I just want to know everything about you. And it was just stirring my heart with affection for the Lord. And so I finished reading the first chapter um, that night. This was last Friday, like I said, and then I go into my devotional. And the very first line, I'm going to have Jorian pop a picture up. The very first line of my devotional says in a W Tozer's book, the pursuit of God. (laughs) And dude, I just lost it. (laughs) Like I lost it. Cause it's not always like that, right? You don't always have a white dove fly down on your shoulder and sit there. But I threw my phone to the side cause I was playing, I'll play like some holy violin instrumentals in the back. Like when I read, cause it helps quiet my mind or when I pray, I threw my phone on the bed, and I just went into worship and prayer. Mm. Like, immediately, like, God, I hear you. And he's just giving me those small signs. Like I said, it's not always like that, nor do I need that to continuously pursue him. But I feel like so he meets me he there, there. Like, Yeah. whenever I'm, I'm doing the right thing, and I'm, I'm making the, the the proper changes in my life, and I'm confessing sin, and I'm pressing into my faith. He'll meet you right there, and he'll give you those small subtleties. Sometimes it's a slap right in the face, like that one was for yeah. me, just like... My son, I'm with you in the midst of everything going on and you are on the right path. And I like I say, what are the odds of that? But only God can write that story. Like the odds of me buying that book a few weeks ago, not reading it, opening it that same night, reading the first chapter, then immediately going to my devotional. And it says A.W. Tozer's book, The Pursuit of God. And it gives a quote from that. I was like, man, I wanted to call someone, or something, but I also I was like, no, I'm just going to enjoy this moment with the Lord. Like this is for me personally. And man, I couldn't describe to you the presence of God in my room that night, Mm. but it was so strong. It was so tangible. And yeah, he's just given me those small assurances that like continue to do what I've called you to do. Pastor Ron's been talking about, you know, the word he's got for this year is deeper. And I feel the mm. exact same thing. Like God is calling me deeper in my relationship with Him. And just a couple of things that I've done. And you know, this may sound terrible, but I'll just be, you know, real about it is um tithing, man. I've always I've tithed um, let's say inconsistently. Sure. You know, for whatever reason I justify or or I, I pay for things for guys who come through or whatever excuses I use. I set up, you know, reoccurring payments for the first time when it comes to my tithing. Yeah. Like I said in last week. Right. Like I've said last week in the episode, I met with somebody in the church and confessed certain sin. Um, Where I'm at um, when it comes to pornography, I've never been in this place. Like God is just healing parts of my heart and just growing me in ways that's. I can't describe. Um, I start the following Jesus class at Experience, which is uh, the 24th, which is something God's called me. He's called me to serve there for a while. But once again, I make excuses like, Mm -hmm. well, I work Monday through Friday in ministry and yada, yada, yada. And it's like what I'm seeing within all this is like God's meeting me right there. Mm. Each step I take towards obedience, him, yeah. he's meeting me right there. And what Ryan deems draining, like, oh, if I start serving on Sundays, that's one less day. It's like, God's like, my son, you have the wrong perspective. Like this is going to fill your cup. You're seeing it from the wrong perspective. Mm. And so I'm just making these small steps in the right direction. And now I'm, you know, a few years into this, it's like, well, why wouldn't you just do that earlier? And that's a good question, right? Yeah. But it's cool to see, like, from one degree of glory to the next and how God's faithfulness has just been there every step of the way. And he's provided just these small signs um, that are significant to me that let me know, man, he is in this and he is all over this. And so. It's been good. I know I went a lot of different directions within that, but no, it was, you're good. I'm just in a really unique season where I've silenced the voice of the world and God's voice and my awareness of his voice and his presence and the power of his word and the power of prayer are just like, I can tangibly feel these things yeah. and see the effects and experience the effects like immediately. Now, I know with that being said, there's going to come a season probably soon where it's not as much that way. And that's okay because my faith isn't a feeling. That's right. But I am going to rejoice in the moment as it is happening because it's giving me that tenacity, that spiritual grit to just relentlessly pursue. And like the verse I read earlier, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And man, have I been satisfied lately? Mm, Like satisfied. Yeah.
1: Some versions say they shall be filled, Mm. right? You're filled. You're satisfied. And and yeah, I mean, I think this is going to go a different direction. Um, And I think it needs to, because Hearing this, I'm encouraged. I'm just thankful for you and emotional for you. Uh, But I think it's also I could be watching this at certain seasons and be like, I want that. Hmm. Like, how? What what do you mean? And and I think he gave a few uh, identifiers for you. And one is, you know, don't covet your brother, right? Don't want what he has. uh, But two, he gave you some some pointers there, not in braggadocious ways, but he definitely said, you know, my devotion, I'm either doing it at night or do it in the morning. I'm devoting my time for a few minutes to the Lord and to the things of God. Uh, and he also said he's went out and buying other books outside of that, just thirsting, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Mm. And the Bible says that you'll be filled or you'll be satisfied now i i think it's also important i think a lot of times what god's called to do um and and i'm just walking carefully here but i think god calls us to fasting um it's intentional and if you've never fasted from things um obviously medically if you food is, is kind of the main thing that the biblical but uh, sometimes medically that's not appropriate for certain people. Uh, but there's, you could still have the principle of fasting, something that you long for, that you need, that you do every single day. You could fast from that, whether it be your social media, whether it be whatever, but I think food and the, and the idea of it is your, your, a hunger pang or something like that will come up and it is a reminder yeah. of, of going to the lord you're seeking answers you're seeking closeness you're seeking righteousness you're hungry and thirsty for righteousness uh and then all of a sudden there's something about it man and i don't know what it is the way god made us our anatomy but when you hit a certain state anytime i've done a fast it's like the first few days it's just like i hate my life but then if something clicks and you're no longer like hungry but you're laser-focused, almost like you could hear the snapping of a twig, and you're like alert, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. almost military-type stuff. Like your your body, but maybe that's how we're made. Like when you become hungry, your body is laser-focused so you could trap food or you could hunt better or you could, you know, you could, you're could more alert of what's around you as opposed to what's your life, right? I'm aw- aware of everything because mm-hmm. I have to be, and there's a closeness to God there. And so, I mean, there's a few practical things inside of that and, and i'll just also tell you what Ryan's describing is a grace and gift of god right Amen. there's fast and there's times that i've done devotions and you know had seasons that i'm i'm hungry and thirsty for righteousness that i don't have what he's describing and um the closeness and just the you feel like god's literally sitting next to you speaking to mm. you right and that's okay but and he said that he said you know that this is my my faith dictates my feelings, not the other way around. My, you know, my my environment is dictated by my faith, not the other way around. And so, man, I think it's important uh, do these. I, I'm inspired by his story. You know, we didn't I, we literally said, wait, don't don't say yeah. it for the pot. And yeah. I mean, hearing that, it's just like, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm I'm wanting to be more hungry and thirsty now for the for righteousness. And and so my scripture. Uh, well, let me take a quick break. and We'll come back and we'll yep. dive back in. So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. And we're back, we're back, we're back. So, so yeah, and just and let me read the, the, mine, and it's a good complimentary verse, um, and that verse was powerful. I think I sent that out to all the staff last week or something, just hearing it. I was listening to a song that was singing it, and I read it. and um, That's a promise of God, right? If you hunger and thirst for righteousness, the Bible says that you will be filled or you will be satisfied. And I want to jump to the New Testament. Well, that was Matthew, but I want to jump further into Second Corinthians. Uh, and it's Second Corinthians 5.21. It says, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And that just, man, it's such a beautiful verse too because it's not only if we hunger and thirst for righteousness that we'll be filled, but it also explains what God did. That's like the gospel in, the, in a sentence. You know, if you're ever... Um, wanting to preach the gospel or proclaim the gospel or share the gospel with someone, memorize that verse. God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And I mean you're just like what? Well hopefully that's first who's him? Well and him is Jesus. Jesus, what do you mean? He made him to be sin who knew no sin. Well yeah so Jesus lived perfect for thirty three and a half years and he went to the cross and died for us and and God actually he became our sin like on the cross, you know, and you could just open up this dialect. But it's so beautiful because that's what God did. Not only does he promise that we'll be filled, but we are now seen as righteous. We are now seen that we can become the righteousness of God. So on the cross, Jesus became our sin, and that's really weird to think about. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't just die for our sin, but he became our sin like god i mean on the cross he says eli eli lama sabachthani my god my god why are you forsaken why have you forsaken me and that's also another fulfilled prophecy from the from the um psalms uh because he says the same thing i think it's psalm 22 22 uh, and he starts it and ends it, but it's, uh, yeah, he became sin. He became the drug addict. He became the thief. He became the liar. He became the manipulator, and God saw him that way and poured out his wrath on the Son so that I could have the righteousness. So now God sees me as righteous, as perfect, as spotless. And, man, that's not just a story. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Yeah. And when you know the good news and you have these moments of clarity and you feel like you're in the garden just walking next to God, you know, you could feel him in his room tangibly. You've got to bank those things. You got to remember those things because like you said, trouble waters come, but the gospel doesn't change, right? That what God did doesn't change and that promise that you will be filled or you will be satisfied, that doesn't change. What changes is us. Like and and I'll share um and this episode, kind of the opposite. And, and then next episode, next week, I'll talk about some moments that I've had that have been yeah. beautiful and sweet. But what changes is is us. Uh, and, for example, our flesh, the world, the world for sure, uh, but our adversary, I mean, they are trying to rob that closeness, trying to rob that tangible feeling of joy and peace and fulfillment and satis- satis- and try to rob your desire to hunger and thirst for things that are righteous. Um, and it's not always um, super sin, as the church would, as you would think. It's not always the porn, as you mm-hmm. discussed. It's not always the the using of drugs. It's not always the adultery. It's not always those, you know, billboard sins that everyone's like, ah. Sometimes it's it's robbing you of your joy or robbing you of your trust in God, robbing you... Of your peace, because you feel like you have to control situations, you feel I have to you have to um, you feel the weight of everything as though you are the one that is uh you know god 's not sovereign but but you have all this and so when you that 's a season that that i 've been coming through and and just fighting for peace fighting for peace because there is a lot of pressure right now uh we just open up a detox we have a joint commission coming this week and and if you don't know what Joint Commission is, it's an accreditation, and it's uh, it's not a a bad thing, but it's pressure. They have a it's a three day survey that they come and they just fine tooth everything that you do, and uh, and there's a few other things that are just adding pressure. And so I could have two options: I can try to control it and dictate it, or I can have peace and know that God's sovereign and just be faithful to to do what He's called me to do. Uh, and so when I fail at that, when I fail at surrendering that to Christ and knowing that he's sovereign and this is his ministry and those kind of things man it, it robs me of that closeness it robs me of that joy it robs me of that um uh fulfillment or filled or satis- satisfying because i'm no longer hungry and thirsty for righteousness i'm hungry and first thirsty for trying to figure out how i'm going to get through the season on my own right and so man I just challenge you guys and I, and I'm preaching to myself like preaching that gospel that 2 Corinthians 5:21 to myself daily. Um and I think that's that's a mark of a Christian man. You got to preach the gospel to yourself every day uh to know that that what he did, he died for us for so we can have that righteousness and so we can hunger and thirst for that righteousness. Mm. And so, I don't know. There, there's two sides of that, man. and, and that's Yeah,
0: and and I think, you know, we keep talking about those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Our desire mm-hmm. for righteousness is that much less for the things of God when we fill ourselves with the things of the world. And right. Ron always talks about we no longer have an appetite for God because we fill ourselves with these worldly things. And the more worldly things I fill myself with— the less my appetite for God is. So then I'm trying to sit down and read the word. I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to develop intimacy, but man, I've created so many barriers, whether it's with sin or just mindless things that I do day to day, that when I do take the 20, 30 minutes hour out of my day to focus on God, my mind is just distracted. My mind is just everywhere. My thoughts are just everywhere. Um, And so it's important, man, I would encourage anybody out there to you know, you love what you do. What you do most in life is what you love. So silence some of those things that are outside of what God has called you to, whether it's food, whether it's video games, whether it's, um, you know, scrolling on Facebook, Instagram, social media of any sort, like silence those things and watch how God's voice and his, uh, his presence is that much more prevalent. And you're aware of it, um, in those seasons and in those times. And, You know, even I was telling you that like the weight of my sin was hitting me the other night and just like, man, the deepest of ways and how God's love is despite, you know, like, yeah, I was talking to Carl on the phone last night and I'm like, isn't it crazy that the man who came in here, meaning me and him who had lied, cheated, deceived, um, just manipulated our families, robbed, stole whatever we had to do, like, God looked down on us in that season and loved us. Yeah. Like loved us. Like with the love that we can't even begin to fathom while we were yet sinners. And he sees me the same way now. Yeah. Like that, that, that baffles my mind. And then how naive we are in thinking like, how many times are we Adam in the garden hiding from God? How many times is that us? Yeah. How many times internally Am I Adam in the garden and I'm hiding from him? Yeah, I'm hiding from him because of things that are going on because of secret sin that I have in my life, because of my unwillingness to pursue the things of God and and become complacent in my relationship with him. And I think about that and it's like, just confess, like God already knows. Just confess. Ask him to help. Ask him to guide you. Ask him to lead you. Um, But, yeah, I'm just um, man, I'm grateful for where I'm at. I'm grateful for the things he's revealing to me. And I would encourage any one of you, not a new year's resolution, but each year that comes, um, man, I, I look back and I reflect on my, my previous year and I see where I fell short. Um, I see some victories that I had and I see also where God is leading me to dive deeper. And I always make certain goals spiritually. Yeah. Um, and stick to those, um, to grow in my relationship with the Lord. Cause that's something I want to do year after year is continuously grow deeper in that relationship. But that takes a response on our behalf that takes, you know, consistency on our behalf to be willing to go the extra mile um, and do certain things that are required, whether it's being in your word consistently, praying consistently, getting into a small group, seeking out a mentor, going to church consistently, yeah. just different things. He calls us to man. Um, I always have goals. And so I'm, I'm, I'm Plan on sticking to those. Let's do
1: this. Let's do this. Let's. Here's a challenge. Here's the Life After Addiction Challenge. This episode is going to drop on YouTube on Friday the 20th or Sunday on the audio places the next Sunday, so the 22nd. Um, or whenever you watch this. You might watch this in six months from now. Our challenge is let's do it. Let's do a seven-day fast challenge. Um, man, I, I, there's no there, – there it doesn't matter what you have going on in your life. What what if you just decided to fast? You might be on cloud nine. Well, even more reason to just to give something up for the Lord for seven days. Uh, and again, medically, you need to clear it through your doctor if you have issues when it comes to food. But you could think of something. It could be something that you feel when you are giving up if you're not doing it. And I think a lot of it's probably uh, it could be social media. I think everyone giving up social media for seven days would be amazing mm-hmm. or, food, or whatever it may be. Let's do this. If you're going to do this challenge with us, I, I'm committing to it. Uh, I I'm, can't speak for them. I'd say uh, absolutely, Ryan and mm-hmm. Jordan, we want to commit to some kind of fast for seven days. So we're all committed to it. Comment in the in the comments saying, hey, you're going to do it. And then let's, let's earmark this. We'll come back and talk about it um, maybe in a couple episodes just to make sure everybody has time. Not next week, but we'll come back and talk about what that fast meant. Uh, but leave comments, you know, if God moves, if God, uh, you feel that closeness that Ryan's talking about. If, you, if if, there's any big decisions or any heavy things on your heart and you're wanting to fast about those, you know, you don't have to go into detail, but leave comments about what the Lord did. Uh, so comment right away saying, Hey, you're committed. You're going to do the fast with us. Uh, and then, and then we'll do the same thing. We're, we're going to do that and, and we'll come back and talk about it. Uh, we're going to hunger and thirst for righteousness uh, and we're going to walk in the expectation of God's promises being true, that we will be satisfied, that we will be filled. Uh, I think that'd be great, man. What a, what a, what an awesome challenge. What an awesome thing to do here, um, end of January, whenever you're watching this, it doesn't matter. I think this is timeless. Uh, and if it's, it's, if you'd rather not comment publicly and you'd rather email us, email info at spring dot life.net and tell us what God's doing in your life. Tell us that you're committed to this. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's strong, man, and I'm 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 fine with, with issuing that challenge. I think that'll only be helpful for us and for our listeners and um yeah, let's bring God glory and obedience to him.
0: Amen. Amen. And God loves you. I don't know who needs to hear that, but I know I need to hear that sometimes because yeah. I can know it mentally. But sometimes I struggle to receive that. But God yeah. loves you, you like you. And God hears you and God sees you and he desires you to draw closer to him. Every step you take towards him, he is drawing nearer and nearer to you as well. So press in, press in. God loves you more than you could ever imagine. And not with this worldly love that we love people with. It is with an infinite love that surpasses all understanding, but you can experience it. You can walk in it. Um, and I would encourage you to pursue the things of God Yeah, more than you ever have before.
1: Yeah. And, and just a, a, another reminder, if you've never fasted or it's been a long time since you fasted, the first two to three days, you're going to want to quit. But there will be, around that moment, something will click inside of you and you will be battle ready. Something will, you will be sharp. You will be, and then it's like you're not hungry anymore or you no longer miss Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is that you're fasting from. You no longer are like pulled to that. Something clicks and you're just like, okay, fight through those first few days and know that you're doing this for, uh, to be hungry and thirsty for righteousness uh, to draw close to God. Maybe you have some kind of decision or maybe you have some kind of whatever it is. Your your, your purpose is to draw close to God and hear from the Lord. Final yeah. thoughts? You kind of I already think, did
0: them. I think that's all I got.
1: Anything, Jorian? Nope? All right. Hey, that's life after addiction, and you better believe it. Come on.
0: Mm.
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. After addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit S2L.net. That's S, the number 2, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit S2LRecovery.org. That's S, the number 2, L, Recovery.org.
1: We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of their faith centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast,
2: Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.